boy brought the white sheets at five in the afternoon. A frail of lime ready prepared at five in the afternoon. The rest was death and death alone at five in the afternoon. Arsenic burns in smoke at five in the afternoon. The bullring was covered in iodine at five in the afternoon. Death let eggs in the wound at five in the afternoon. A la cinco de la tarde, a la cinco en punto de la tarde, at five in the afternoon. The bull alone with high heart at five in the afternoon. A la cinco de la tarde, ay que terrible cinco de la tarde. Write it down, I told you. Hijo de puta marecon. Dear father, please give the carrier of this letter a donation of a thousand pesetas for the nationalist movement. Thank you. Love and hope, Federico. Now let's go for the paseo. Paseo? I want to see a priest. He has left for his parish in Vidnar. We thought there would be no more execution tonight. Move it! Move it! Purple Moon, a radio theatre play by Avi Nasser. Original music composed and played by Esteban Antonio. Whispering Eyes present Avi Nasser as Federico Garcia Lorca. All other voices played by Andrew Ward. How I love you, my purple moon. Now becoming green only for me. Verde que te quiero verde. Green, I love you green. Green how I want you green. Verde que te quiero verde, te quiero verde. Green, I love you green green. Green, I want you green green. Green, I need your green. Que te quiero verde. Verde, que te quiero mucho. Verde. Bernarda. Adela died a virgin. No one is to cry. Did you hear me? Silence. I said silence. Curtain. That's it. This is our house with all its madness. La Casa de Bernarda Alba por Federico García Lorca. Federico Garcia Lorca is here. What a hell of a journey. The leatherhead Ramon Ruiz Alonso arrested me on the afternoon of August 16th at the house of my phalangist poet friend, Luis Rosales. 
He gave me shelter in his house, which is next door to the civil government building. So we thought that they will never find out. How the hell they found out, I will never know. I waited for the civil governor of Granada, Commandant Jose Valdez Guzman, who meanwhile has changed hats, to come and tell me what I was charged with. As usual, he was in the front line, busy prosecuting some innocent people. Because no life was sacred to Valdez. I didn't know what they accused me of. But when Valdez returned that night, the leatherhead Ramon Ruiz Alonso gave him the accusation written and signed by himself. The leatherhead accused me of spying for the Soviet Union, of being an agent of Radio Moscow, <laughs> stupido asno, of supporting the Socorro Rojo Internacional, the Red Dead International, of being a member of the Friends of the Soviet Union. Ruiz Alonso seemed to have a Russian phobia, among other xenophobias that go with his fascist mind. I was also accused of being the secretary of Hernando de los Rios, a Republican professor of political law, a friend who I accompanied to New York in 1929, where poet in New York was written. Fernando de los Rios is a Jew, and he's got the nose to prove it. Federico Garcia Lorca did more damage with his pen than others with their gut. Well, that was the only true thing on his list, pages and pages full of nonsense. <laughs> Here I must say that Ramon Ruiz Alonso was a terrible writer. He even made an attempt to write a book, and what came out was a fascist manual drill for the lead-headed. Once you drill their heads, you know what comes out. Dangerous atomic rubbish start pouring out. After my assassination, one of my angels whispered to me that he overheard Ruiz Alonso in a bar in Granada boosting to his friends that he had shot a red who was accused of having raped a young girl. He said, After I blew his brain out, I went to confession. I didn't have to do any penance. Ruiz Alonso was a class A Catolico, but the truth of the matter was that they were infuriated about my gypsy ballad, in particular, the ballad of the Spanish Civil Guard. I will read some of it to you later. That really upset them, because I whacked the nail right on its head. I was even taken to court over the poem by a madman from Catalonia. After short hearing, the judge just pinned it. My gypsy ballad became the most read book of poems ever to appear in Spain, which pigeonholed me as a gypsy poet. Well, the gypsies were just a theme, nothing more. I might as well could have been a poet of sewing needles or hydraulic landscapes. I hate to be typecast, don't you? That's why, and due to a disappointing love affair, I boarded a ship for New York. It wasn't the Titanic, no. It was a twin ship. Oh yes, the Olympic. I don't believe in political parties, therefore I never belong to any. My opinions are secret to no one, but I never give them away. Only fools give opinions. Morio Alamanifer. He died at dawn. This poem is dedicated to the men that were shot with me at dawn. Brothers in grave. Through Francisco, Joaquin, and Dioscuro. Noche de Cuatro Lunas, 
e un solo arbol, con un solo sombra e un solo pájaro. Night of four moons and one solitary tree, with one solitary shadow and one lonely bird. I search in my flesh the traces of your lips. The fountain kisses the wind without touch. I carry the note that you gave me in the palm of my hand. a waxed lemon almost white night of four moons and one solitary tree on the tip of a needle my love is turning and turning and turning think of a city in my life Granada I remember Granada I love Granada. Granada and its surroundings are a reflection of my childhood and my forefathers' childhood. We are native of this land. I returned to Granada for Madrid at the beginning of the fascist uprising, even though I knew that my life could be in danger. But if one is to die, it's always better in your own land. For death and birth is one cycle. My journey had to end where it began. I always knew that I would die young. And I often reenacted my death to entertain my friends. When the pure shapes sunk under the daisies, I knew they had murdered me. But they couldn't find me anymore. No, they couldn't find me. I love the countryside of Granada. and I'm linked to it with all my emotions. In the Jurassic mist of my earliest primal memories, it has the flavor of the earth. The meadows, the fields, have done wonders to me. The wild animals, the livestock, the people of the land, I recall them now exactly as I knew them in my childhood. Were this not so, I could have never written Blood Wedding. But as the sangre, Moons, trees, mountains, horses, rivers, flowers, human beings are all childhood friends. My earliest emotional experiences are all associated with the land and the work on the land. This is why there is in the bottom of my life what Sigmund Freud and Salvador Dali would call an agrarian complex. Or as the great Mexican poet Francisco Assis de Icasa wrote, nothing equals the agony of being blind in Granada. Being a Granadino gives me the understanding of those who were persecuted. The gypsies, the negros, the Jews, the more, which all Granadinos carry inside them. I always been Granadino at heart and soul, like all true sons of all great cities. And when my first play, Mariana Pineda, opened in town, I declared, if by the grace of God I become famous, half of that fame belonged to Granada, which formed me and made me what I am, a poet from birth, and I can't help it. Think of a period in my life. 
Childhood? Of course, what else? A mirror to the soul. Childhood, childhood, I remember childhood. That little ill lonely boy. My whole childhood was centered on the village. Shepherds, skies, sheep, moons, butterflies, solitude, total simplicity. It always surprises me when people think that the artistic ingredients in my work are daring creations of my own poet's imagination. Not at all. They are authentic details. Looking and listening. Observation is the name of the game. You sit down and the grass grows by itself. I have a huge storehouse of childhood recollections in which I can hear the people speaking. This is poetic memory, and I absolutely trust it. My real passion is music. In my childhood, I was a gifted classical pianist, as my mother was. And I wrote several compositions inspired by Beethoven and Chopin, which unfortunately did not survive. Then my parents decided against my musical career. My father wanted me to become a lawyer so I would help him with his land and sugar business. I read law, but never practiced it. For my father, I inherited passion, and for my mother, intelligence. My mother was my first teacher, and I adored her. She left her job as the village school teacher in order to educate me at home, due to an illness I had in the first few years of my life. I think I had a poetic illness, because one magical morning, the illness disappeared, and the poet appeared. Gracias, madre. Perhaps the Black Squad wouldn't have shot me if I'd been a musician. Because fascists don't understand music, do they? Only marches. Turn right! Turn right! Beep, ba, ba, beep, ba, ba. Turn right! Cloud cuckoo! Did you realize, ladies and gents, that this is the birth of my death tonight? Happy birthday, or rather, happy death day. Thank you. There is no life without death, I'm telling you. I'm 114 years young, dead man walking tonight. So if anyone wants to invite me for a drink, later I'll be in the bar. Don't worry, I'm not a Catalan, so I will not dig a hole in your pockets. Salute. Musica maestro. Vela Tower of the Alhambra is a magnificent view of the Vega of Granada and its surrounding mountains. In the evenings, I would watch from the vantage point of my window, the sun dropping out of sight. From the Sierra, cascades of musical colors come tumbling down the hillside. The musical colors Fuse with the ripples of sound. Everything resonates with melody. Old age sorrow, weeping. A terrible sadness emerges from the clustered houses of the Abaythin and the proud reddish green slopes of the Alhambra 
in the general light. And the color varies each minute. And with the color, the sounds. There are pink sounds, red sounds, purple sounds, yellow sounds. And sounds impossible to define in terms of sound or color. Then a great blue note. And the nocturnal symphony of the bells strikes up. If our eyes travel up from the edge of the Vega, in the distance, at the foot of a long, stark mountain seen from Granada, is the Sierra de Alfacar, which rises up to about 6,000 feet. It was at the foot of this Sierra, at a point between rock and vegetation, where I was shot. The valley between Vitnar and Alfacar, Arabic names, which has delicious bread and sloping olive groves. Visnar is blessed with cool breezes in the heat of summer. It was there where the leaded heads polluted the air with the deaths of my people. Sevilla. This poem is dedicated to Manuel de Faya, my music guru and mentor. Sevilla is a tower full of magnificent arches. Sevilla para herir, Sevilla injures, Cordoba para morir, Cordoba kills. Sevilla is a city that spins long rhythms and twists them like labyrinths like veins of a vine burning. Sevilla injures. Under the arch of the sky, across the plain, she shoots the constant arrow of a river. Cordoba kills. And with mild horizons, she mixes in her wine the bitterness of Don Juan and the perfection of Dionysus. Sevilla injures. Always Sevilla. I won't ask you to think of another city because all streams flow to Madrid. In Madrid, I had the happiest years of my life. In La Residencia de Estudiantes, I spent a lot of time with Salvador Dali and Luis Banuel and shared a lot of surreal ideas with them, especially with Dali. We were streaming through one another work and life as twin contrasting personalities. We had a joint ownership of a number of complex symbols. One of them was Pierrot playing the guitar. What I admired in Salvador was his objectivity of perception, clear precision of imagery, and his quirky beauty. He would enter a bar in Madrid and ask for vodka, then cuts his finger and fills it with blood and say, have some bloody Mary, Caro. Salvador did the set and costumes for my play, Mariana Pineda, which opened to a great acclaim in Barcelona. Hola, Salvador. ¿Cómo estamos, mi amor? Muy bien, muy bien. Sí, 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 claro. Come here so we can talk. What? When he starts, it's impossible to follow. 
Listen, I'm hanging up. Okay, okay, I'm waiting. Ah, hombre, Salvador. Listen, I want you to do the setting costume for my first theater play, Mariana Pineda. Firstly, this is not your first play. Don't lie to me, Federico. Your first play was a disaster. The one with the cockroach falling in love with a butterfly. <laughs> it was a disaster because I didn't design it, Claro. Okay, you got me on this one. The butterfly's evil spell. The silly audience didn't understand the metaphor. It closed after four nights. I don't call it a premiere. Hombre, I am surrealism. I transformed the subconscious mind with a cauliflower in a blink of an eye. Spellbound. I don't understand my creations, but the public interpreted it for me perfectly. I dream while I am awake. My mind is a projection machine. I project my little inward cinema so I can exit through a secret passageway from the circle in which the world is attempting to imprison my soul. Take feces, for example. Vale, 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 don't start now. Relax, Salvador. This is a period piece, no need to dream. We need to get it right in Barcelona, hombre. Catalonia is a home game. Success is promised, my dear Andalusian poet. Even with a period piece, I delve into the future without oxygen bottles. Thoughts dictation in the absence of control. But please, without gypsies this time. Ah, Federico. Don't worry, Mariana Pinade wasn't a gypsy. She was a brave woman. And the whole Spanish nation should know about her. Even in Catalonia. For this, Monsieur Lorca, si vous plaît, shiatsu, and exactement. I give my blessings. Thus... Speck, Salvador, Gali. After Mariana Pineda, we didn't collaborate anymore. Dali met Gala and became rich French in Paris, and I remained Spanish. Banuel and Dali thought that I became big-headed and made the film Un Chien Andalou, an Andalusian dog, most probably about me. <laughs> well, I'm glad I made them creative. Madrid became kind of creative paradise for me. The Republican Minister of Education sponsored my traveling theater company, La Baraca, the Shack. We traveled up and down the country, performing Spanish classical plays in village squares and marketplaces to Spaniards who had never seen theater in their life before. Practically outside Madrid, they never heard the word teatro. In 1934, I directed my play Blood Wedding in Buenos Aires, which won an amazing success. On my return, I found myself the most famous living Spanish poet and playwright. As long as there is economic injustice in the world, the world will be unable to think straight, compañeros. You are a poet, Federico, not an economist. Yes, you are right, but I see it like this. A rich man and a poor man walking along the riverbank. The rich man's belly is full, and the poor man fouls the air with his yawns. One says, what a lovely little boat out there on the water. Look, look, look what a beautiful lily blooming on the bank. The other one wails, 
I'm hungry. I can't see anything. I'm hungry, dead hungry. You are naive, Federico. There'll always be economic injustice in society. Well, I prefer to stay naive and fight capitalism, fascism, and ignorism. You can't mix politics with art. It's like mixing pure whiskey with petrocola. What do you mean? Art for art's sake? Art shouldn't serve anything but art. Art for art's sake, it's ridiculous in this day and age. No decent mature person believe anymore in all that nonsense about pure art. What do you say, Manuel? What? Art for fart's sake? I totally agree. To fart is an art. Dolly said that, I remember. <laughs> Comrades, in this dramatic point in time, the artists should laugh and cry with the people. We must put down the bunch of lilies and bury ourselves to the western mud to help those who are seeking for lilies. Come on, Federico. You are not exactly what we call a Spaniard. Go back to Nuevo York, Buenos Aires, and Havana. Smoke a cigar and make some theater hombre. I have a genuine need to communicate with others. This is why I knocked at the door of the theater, and I'm devoting all my life to it, you silly ass. I'm totally Spanish, and it will be impossible for me to live outside my land. At the same time, I hate anyone who is a proud Spanish just because he was born a Spaniard, as if it was some kind of a special talent. I'm a brother to all men, and I detest the person who sacrifices himself for an abstract image. Nationalistic ideal with a flag blindfolding his eyes. A good Chinese is closer to me than a bad Spaniard. We are what we think and what we do. Food for thought. Bravo, Federico. Don't listen to that moron. I express pain in my work, and I feel her in the very marrow of my bones. Duende is the mysterious force of expressive passion and the hidden spirit of suffering Spain. So why were you offended when they call you a gypsy poet? I am the voice of the gypsies. When a gypsy singer sings with the fire of Duende, no one can equal him. A la carretera de Sevilla, mi amor muerto. Ole! My most important work was written with the magic and the fire of Duende. That is why it will be living long after my death. Buenos noches, compañeros. Huh. The poem that cost me my life, but was worth the while. Ballad of the Spanish Civil Guard to Juan Guerrero. Who was he? Well, now is dedicated to my beloved sister Laura. Black are the horses. The horseshoes are black. On their capes shine stains of ink and wax. Their skulls are made of lead. That is why they don't whip. With their patent leather soles, they come down the road, hunchbacked and nocturnal. Where they go, they command silence of dark rubber and plant the fear of God. 
they pass where they wish. They hide in their skulls a vague astronomy of blared pistols. And at nightfall, night benighted by night, the gypsies in their workshops were forging suns and arrows. A badly wounded stallion knocked at all the doors. Cocks of cristal sang by Jerez de la Frontera. Naked wind turns the corner of the surprise in the dark silver night, night benighted by night. Dancers with no hips are sobbing in the mirror. Water and shadow, shadow and water by Jerez de la Frontera. Oh, city of gypsies, turn off your green lights. The civil guard is coming. The riding pairs towards the city of joy. The rustle of everlasting invades their cartridge belts. The sky, so they fancy, is a showcase of spurs. Oh, city of gypsies, who could see you and remember you not? The city free of fear multiplied its doors. Forty civil guards tore them to pieces. The clock stood still. The old gypsy women flee on their sleepy ponies with their jars full of coins. Rosa of the Camborios sit mourning by her door, her two breasts cut off, resting on a tray. And other girls flee, pursued by their braids, through the air in which roses of black powder are exploding. Oh, city of gypsies, the civil guard rides away through a tunnel of silence, wild flames burning your homes. Oh, ciudad de los gitanos, quien te veo y no te recuerda? Who could see you and remember you not? Let them track you on my face, the game of moon and sun. There is a strong spicy smell of death in the air. Do you smell it, compañeros? Do you smell it? On July 5th of my last year, I escorted my dear parents to the train station in Madrid. They were returning to Granada for the summer. Normally, I would join them. We would spend every summer in our Villa Vicente, named after my beloved mother, Vicenta Lorca Romero. She gave us the name Lorca. But I have invited some friends home to hear me read the play which I was finishing, La Casa de Bernarda Alba. As always, I wanted to hear their thoughts. The growing of fascism in my country was escalating, and I felt great unease about the political situation. I had some kind of a feeling. For some days, I kept myself for myself, then I made up my mind to go to Granada, come with me. There is a thunderstorm brewing, and I'm going home where the lightning can't strike me. Adios, hermanos. I climbed on the night train to Granada. <laughs> Garcia Lorca is in Granada. The Granadine poet Don Federico Garcia Lorca has arrived to Granada yesterday. 
the illustrious author of Blood Wedding spends leisure time with his parents. On July 16, the Catholic daily newspaper Idea also announced my arrival. The paper that represents you-know-who. This is the World Service of Morocco from Casablanca. In the early hours of the July 18th, General Franco seized control of Las Palmas and the Canary Islands. At 5.15 a.m. this morning, General Franco will announce his famous manifesto of the nationalist movement and he is calling on the support of all loyal Spaniards. His speech will be transmitted here on Radio Casablanca. Madrugada. First light of morning. This is for Raul. God bless your soul. I remember you with the soul. But like love, the archers are blind. Over the green night, the arrows leave tracks of warm lilies. The breastbone of the moon shatters purple clouds, and the quivers fill with you. Huh. But like love, the archers are blind. Being with my parents at Huerta de San Vicente, listening to the radio, I thought that in few days the military rising will be defeated and collapsed. Because the Madrid government kept transmitting inaccurate bulletins that everything was quiet on the mainland, I thought that I was getting false broadcasts from the nationalist radio. Despite the government's assurances, that morning General Quipo de Lleno seized command of the civilian garrison in the coup of greatest audacity. Next thing I hear... A surprise visit from the specialist phalangist squad formed especially for people like me and my brother-in-law, the mayor of Granada. You know what a specialist means? A specialist is a fascist who prepares specialists. The Spaniards have learned that from the Germans and vice versa and vice versa. That day, they have arrested my brother-in-law at the Granada Town Hall and searched our house for incriminating evidence. They even searched the piano. They didn't come for me. They were looking for Gabriel's brother, our caretaker, and they searched the house. They got hold of Gabriel, tied him up to the cherry tree in our garden and whipped him good and hard. They beat up his mother and threw her down the stairs. I thought they were going to shoot them. Then the mother said to the leaded head, For the sake of the breast I gave you as a child, which gave you life, leave us alone. If you persuade me, it was only for the money, senora, nothing else. I'm going to shoot you and I'm going to make you suffer. They gave me some insults, threw me down the stairs and beat me up too. They didn't touch my old father, though. Before they left, the leaded head said to my father, Senor Federica Garcia Rodriguez, you don't offer us a, a glass of red wine? <laughs> my father slammed the door right in his ugly face. Although they were not looking for me that day and the day after, I knew that soon they would come for me. After the thugs would report it to their leaded head officers that I'm in Huerta de San Vicente. I immediately found my phalangist poet friend, Luis Rosales, whose brothers, Jose and Antonio, were prominent phalangists. I thought they could help. 
Lewis arrived immediately. It was August 5th. Hola, Luis. I'm shit scared, terrified. This nightmare is coming to life. They came twice, beat me up, went through all my papers. I think it's best if I take you to the Republic Zone. From there you can walk to the other side. I don't want to leave Granada and be alone in a no-man land. And anyway, I don't believe that they would kill me for no reason. I have done nothing wrong, Luis. Hmm. You know what? I'll ask you my family and see if we can take you into our house. You'll be safe there. Muchas gracias. This is a great idea. A phalangist house next door to the civil government building. They won't suspect that I'm right under their nose. In the Rosales famous phalangist house. Por favor, ask your brothers. On August 9th, we went to one Angolo street and I come down. I was surrounded by three wonderful women of the Rosales family who looked after me very well. Shortly after that, another group of black SWAT specialists went to Huerta de San Vicente. This time they were looking especially and exclusively for me. They came three, four times, making a mess in the house, harassing my whole family, asking my whereabouts. The last time, I believe, Ramon Ruiz Alonso, the leaded head, was with them. If you don't tell me where is your son is hiding, Senor Federico Garcia Rodriguez, I will take you instead. My sister panicked and said that I was reading poetry in friend's house, but she didn't say which. In truth, I was reading poetry to all members of the Rosales family. The whole eight days that I was there until my arrest on August 16th. That morning at dawn, my brother-in-law, Manuel Fernandez Montesinos was shot against the wall in the old cemetery of Granada, together with 29 other victims. I was in turmoil. Espero que tu alma transmiran con paz en el vacío verde umbral. Amen. Lament for Ignacio Sanchez Mejías. La cogida en la muerte. At five in the afternoon, it was exactly five in the afternoon, a boy brought the white sheets at five in the afternoon, a frail of lime ready prepared at five in the afternoon. The rest was death and death alone at five in the afternoon. The wind carried away the cotton wool at five in the afternoon, and the oxide scattered crystal and nickel at five in the afternoon. Now the dove and the leopard rustle at five in the afternoon, and the double bass struck up at five in the afternoon. Arsenic bells and smoke at five in the afternoon. A group of silence in the corners at five in the afternoon. And the bull alone with high heart at five in the afternoon. When the sweat of snow was emerging at five in the afternoon. When the bullring was covered in iodine at five in the afternoon. 
Death laid eggs in the wound at five in the afternoon. At five in the afternoon. A la cinco de la tarde. A la cinco en punto de la tarde. At five in the afternoon. A coffin on wheels. He's his bed at five in the afternoon. The bull was blowing through his forehead at five in the afternoon. The wounds were burning like sounds at five in the afternoon. And the crowd was breaking the windows at five in the afternoon. A la cinco de la tarde. Ay, que terrible cinco de la tarde. Ay, what a terrible five in the afternoon. It was five by all the watches. It was five by the shade of the afternoon. La sangre teramada. The spilled blood. I wish to see it not. Tell the moon to come, for I do not wish to see the blood of Ignacio on the sand. I wish to see it not. The moon wide open, horse of still clouds, and the gray bullarina of dreams, with willows and the barrier. I wish to see it not. Let my memory burn, inform the jasmines of such tiny whiteness. I wish to see it not. Ignacio goes up the galleries with all the death upon his shoulders. He was seeking the dawn, but the dawn was no more. He was seeking his confident profile, and the dream disoriented him. He sought for his beautiful body and encountered his open blood. Do not tell me to see it. I do not want to hear it spurt each time with less strength. That spurt that illuminates the rows of seats and spills over the velvet and the leather of a thirsty multitude. Who shouts that we should come near? No, I don't want to see it. His eyes did not close when he saw the horn near, but the terrible mothers lifted their heads. And across the ranches, an air of secret voices rose, shouting to celestial bulls. There was no prince in Sevilla who could compare with him. No sword like his sword, no heart so true. Like a river of lions was his marvelous strength. The air of Andalusian Rome gilded his head. What a great torero in the plaza. What a good peasant in the Sierra. How hard with the spurs. How tender with the dew. How dazzling in the fiesta. Ole! 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 But now he sleeps with no end. Now the moss and the grass open with safe fingers the flower of his skull. And now his blood come out singing, singing along marshes and meadows, sliding on frozen horns, swaying solace in the mist tripping over a thousand hoofs like a long, dark, sad tongue to form a pond of agony beside Guadalquivir of the stars. Oh, white wall of Spain. Oh, black bull of pains. Oh, hard blood of Ignacio. 
Oh, nightingale of his veins. No, I don't want to see it. No chalice can contain it. No swallows can drink it. No frost can freeze it. No song, no deluge of white lilies. No crystal can cover it with silver. No, I don't want to see it. Yo, no quiero verla. Cuerpo presente. The laid out body. Stone is a forehead where dreams grieve without curving waters and frozen cypresses. Stone is a shoulder on which to bear time with trees of tears and ribbons and planets. For storm gathers seed and clouds, skeleton lurks and wolves of shadows, but produce no sounds, no crystals, nor fire. Only bull rings and bull rings and more bull rings without walls. Now Ignacio the well-born lies on the stone. All is finished. What happened? Que pasa? Contemplate his figure. Death has covered him with pale sulfur and has placed on him the head of a dark Greek monster, Minotauro. All is finished. The rain penetrates his mouth. The air, like madness, leaves his sunken chest in love. Soaked with tears of snow, warms itself on the peak of the earth. What are they saying? A stinking bullshit silence sinks in. We are here with the body laid out which fades away. Nobody sings here, nobody weeps in the corner, nor terrifies the serpent. Here I want to see those men of hard voices, those that tame horses and dominate rivers. I want them to show me a lament like a river, which will have sweet mists and deep shores, to take the body of Ignacio where it loses itself without hearing the double panting of the bulls, loses itself in the round bullring of the moon, which feigns in its youth a sad, quiet bull, loses itself in the night without songs of fishes and in the white thicket of frozen smoke. I don't want him to cover his face with handkerchiefs, that he may get used to the death he carries. Go, Ignacio, feel not the hot billowing, Fly, sleep, rest, even the sea dies. Alma ausente, absent soul. The bull does not know you, nor the fig tree nor the horse, nor the ants in your own house. The child in the afternoon do not know you, because you have died forever. Your silent memory does not know you, because you have died forever. 
The autumn will come with small white snares, misty grapes, and with clustered hills. But no one will look into your eyes because you've died forever. Because you've died forever, like the dead of the earth. Like the dead who are forgotten on the hip of a lifeless dogs. Nobody knows you now, but I sing of you. For posterity I sing of your profiling grace, of the signal maturity of your understanding, of your appetite for death and the taste of its mouth, of the sadness of your once valiant happiness. It will be a long time, if ever, before there is born an Andalusian so real so rich an adventure. I sing of his elegance with words that weep. And remember a sad breeze through the olive trees. Ah.